0: Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey there, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 10 of Betting with the Bears. I'm Matt. Joining me as always, Mr. Bear, Puneet. How you doing? Doing all right. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy Tuesday. So uh, it's our first Longest break we've had in our pods as we started doing this. Um, and it's funny because that coupled with when the NBA starts, so we have a lot to cover. So we'll try and do a quick recap of the weekend because we got to cover Friday through Monday's games and then do a preview for Tuesday's games today. Um, but first, I think we got to just start off with, look at us go, 6-0 and on uh, Thursday and Friday.
1: Yeah, I mean, we – we love the NBA, and, and, I was, and this is pretty evident, and has we have good data to back up why we sh- should be doing this now for the NBA. So I'm all for this. This was great.
0: Had a fun weekend with that. So. Yeah, for sure. So um, the, uh, we did get a little lucky on some of them, so, especially on Friday. So our lock of the day, our official lock of the day was the PSG soccer game, which they won in PKs, but it's still a W. Our player prop ended up being Damian Lillard once the player's props were released, and he hit his over-under in overtime.
1: Yeah, well, you know what?
0: At the same time, betting,
1: you always uh, have a little bit of lady luck on your side when you win these. um, You know, Vegas isn't going to make anything easy for you, so for whatever reason, they are really good at predicting within half a point of most of these projections, so... They're not going to give you any of these. Um, so, again, Lady Locks was on our side this weekend. There were a couple instances where it wasn't. Um, you know, Matt and I picked a couple teams, and we'll get to them. Mavs, Bucks, yeah. hate you. Um, <laughs> that that didn't help us out too much. But, you know, a, a overall, pretty good weekend.
0: Yeah, and speaking of the Mavs, that was our uh, dog of the day on Friday. And that one was – or, sorry, the um, the – Rockets were our dog of the day against Correct. the Mavs. Yeah, against the Mavs. So, and that was a very lucky one. Another lucky one for us to win because I mean that game was just nutty. It was eighty five to seventy five at halftime.
1: It was so fun. Uh, I mean, what do you expect though? Two of the uh, fastest paces in the NBA. I think everyone knew that the the over was going to hit by a mile in that game, and then just the end of that game. Just how are you saying how crazy it was? It was uh, nuts. Yeah, it was. I mean. They were down. Harding got fouled and was taking three shots. And he made one, missed two, which is so weird to see from Harden. But luckily, after missing the second one, they tipped in and, and tied the game and went into overtime. And won. Yeah, it was
0: Covington, my boy. Yeah, Rocco. Yeah. We were
1: just talking about him earlier in one of the earlier pods. So he's he's going to be a good player for them.
0: Yeah, he, Yeah, I mean, especially the way they're going small, he's going to be important. Yeah, um, for sure. But um, instead of trivia, I thought kind of an interesting discussion point that I had over this weekend that I wanted to get your live reaction on. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Let's hear it. Yeah, so it's not a trivia question, but it's an opinion. So um, Giannis is 25 right now. Um, So moving forward, would you take Giannis's career starting from right now for the rest of his career, or would you take LeBron's career starting at his age 25 season? Oh, so you basically get from age 25 on for LeBron or you get Giannis's career starting right now, which again, age 25. So LeBron
1: won his first title at the age of.
0: He was, I think he was 27. So he won yeah, after, s- after he had already left the Cavs. Cause he was there for what? Like eight, seven years. Yeah, he got drafted years. in 2003 and he left in 2010.
1: So, basically, you give me LeBron his first year in
0: Miami onwards. I, I don't think he was 20. He left. Uh, let's, let's do the math here. So, he's 35 right now. He left in 2010 to go to the mat. Yeah, so I guess, it'd be, <laughs> I guess it would be. I didn't even realize he was 25. So, yeah. Yeah, you get him from – so, he won his first championship when he was 26. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to take LeBron on that one. That's what I said. I thought it was pretty obvious. I mean, you're getting the second best player in the NBA history. I mean, and you can argue whatever you want to argue with MJ and he's better. I am I think it's universally regarded as the second best. Or you're getting someone who might end their career as top 10, but we're not really still sure. Yeah. I mean, you have four championships
1: for LeBron and I three. can't... Yeah, sorry. Three. And how many more like, titles... finals? Yeah. Like, I, I mean... Yeah, Giannis is good, but we haven't seen that yet, and at the end of the day, you are kind of looked at and judged at by how many finals you win and how many finals you make. You know, LeBron has cemented himself as one of the best to ever play. Giannis is working his way up there, but we've seen a lot of players who have that all-time great capability, but because they didn't make finals or win any finals, they kind of just you know, we're, we're an afterthought.
0: Yeah. And as, as good as Gian- Giannis is, he'll just never be yeah. able to take the, to beat. Like you'll never trust him in the ball with on there, like two minutes left. If you need a bucket because he just can't shoot. I mean, this is kind of, we can, I mean, we can use this to talk about some of the games, but the, the, when they lost to the bucks, I mean, first of all, that was an epic or sorry, when they lost to the Rockets, when the bucks lost to the Rockets. Yes. Um It was an epic meltdown from the bucks being up eight with like two minutes left. But I mean, they couldn't score. They the, the Hart, I mean, even without a center, the Rockets just, you form a wall against Giannis, and he like, had two turnovers in the last two minutes. Harden yeah. played great defense. Harden locked him up. That yeah, was it,
1: the last person you expect to lock up the quote-unquote best player in the game, two-time MVP, defensive player of the year. The person to lock him up
0: is the one that everybody bags on for his defense. Yes, exactly. So it was like, if Harden can do that in the last two minutes of a game to, to Giannis, the freak of the NBA, then I don't know. And another thing, so a, a Bleacher, I think, what out started this whole conversation is Bleacher Report did a deep dive on like every and like both of their stats and mm-hmm. like regarded like said, and they came to the conclusion how how Giannis has like more points per game, assists, and rebounds per game, which which I would argue isn't really a fair statistic when you consider the pace. Yes, and honestly, I don't
1: care. Again, what, I mean, what do better. you what do you what do you measure players on at this point? How many chips and how many chips they've gotten and how many they have gotten to?
0: Yeah. So at that, so and if you so basically you'd if you think Giannis would be better, you would argue that he his over under championships would be three and a half, and he would go higher. And I don't think that I don't think he's even going to get two.
1: Yeah, I I think his window is going to close a lot quicker than people think.
0: Yeah, and he had even been and LeBron had been to a, like he dragged that Cavs team to a five. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, uh, when you and he I put, could have been had, on that team. When that, Yeah. That Pistons series when he put up like 28 straight in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Look, Giannis doesn't have anything close to that. I don't no. think it's, I don't think it was even like a close to a discussion, but um, I mean, I, I reached a report did the deep dive on it. I had some, some friends this weekend who said they would take Giannis, but I just, I wanted to see what you thought as well. Cause I know you're a LeBron guy. Yeah. I'm a big time LeBron guy, but I mean, without even that, if if it,
1: if the roles were reversed here and Giannis had gone to eight, eight, eight straight finals and had won three chips, I would pick Giannis. I mean, stat wise, yeah, they're both dominant players, but what you really have to look at at the end of the day is when or how many chips are they winning? Yeah, so that's true. With that, I mean, you should not be friends with those people who pick Giannis because they don't <laughs> know what they're
0: talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna listen to this pod and have some choice words for you, my Perfect. friend. Perfect. You know where <laughs> to find me, guys. <laughs> at uh, Instagram, at Betting dash. Yeah. <laughs> <There's>, no, <laughs> um, but you know, I thought that was an interesting discussion. I, I think just taking a career when you know it's yeah, you think that's the right decision when you know it's three chips. I mean, he seats. He had. I mean, LeBron had. Um, well, he has? Twelve All NBA first teams. He had three of them by the time he was twenty-five. Yeah, he had two second teams. He's just yeah. I mean, as good as LeBron is, it's not. I mean, as Giannis is, I'm not taking him over the King. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll check back on this in
1: season ten in ten years. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and when we're still doing these.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I mean, you mentioned you know like the epic collapse by the Rocket or by the Bucks against the Rockets, which sucked. Um, you know that I think that kind of ruined a lot of people's bets that night. Uh, them and the Mavs uh, Sunday night was definitely rough. Yeah, that was dark. Um, but I mean, on the flip side, there were some good storylines that are being developed throughout the weekend. One being the eight battle for the eight seed in the West.
0: Yeah, so we can do some quick hitters. So um, going into this, I thought it, I thought that as tough as the Grizzlies' schedule was, they would still end up and uh, with the eight seed in the playing game. But so there. So right now, as of um, Tuesday morning, they have a two, I believe, two game lead. Let me double check that on the Spurs, who have actually looked better in this bubble than I would have expected.
1: Yeah, I mean they like we said, you know, you can never count out Pop. Um he's he's just a magic, I mean a, a mad genius in terms of getting players that you've never even heard of to be good and and to be effective.
0: Um DeMar's been playing pretty well for them, Amazing. which is nice. Yeah. yeah. And that's been helpful. That, the Spurs, so they lost last night to the Sixers on Monday night, and they should have won that game. I mean, the, the Sixers, yeah. I, I don't want to ever talk about them again because they are just the worst team in the world. But so the, uh, the Spurs have the, a four-point lead with about 90 seconds left, and they the Sixers won on the last second three by shake. So the Spurs should be 3-0. Oh, but um, to, to recap the standings, so right now the Grizzlies have a two-game lead on both the Blazers and the Spurs, and they have a two-and-a-half-game lead on the Pelicans.
1: Yeah. So it's essentially down to those four teams now for that eight seed. You can kind of effectively eliminate the Kings and the Suns um, from that. But, yeah, I mean, the Spurs are definitely surprising people. Um, The Blazers have had – they have one of the harder schedules in the bubble, uh, but they have been playing very efficient. And as evidenced by, you know, that they're still in this battle for the eighth seed. And then, of course, you really have to pay attention to the Pelicans. Zion finally played a decent amount of minutes. He was averaging 15 for the first two games last night. He put 20, he was in 25 minutes and, and they, won that game pretty comfortably against the grizzlies.
0: Yeah, they they beat them by about 10 and and the grizzlies if they were going to get a win it would have had to have been in either their first or third game because their schedule is so tough. So going over 3, they they could legitimately go 1 for 7 or even 0 for 8 in this 8 game bubble. So yeah, and and
1: we looked at their schedule and knew that And it was tough, yeah, yeah it was tough and knew I think that you, this was
0: going to be really hard for them. I think you had them projected for one win. So I think, and I had them for three. So it wasn't like we thought they'd be any better, but it's just, you know, I, as much as we love the Grizzlies, it's just tough to kind of see them with how they're doing. Yeah. But again, you, they, they, if they win
1: one of these games now, I think they'll still probably end up in this playoff.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, or, the, the, one playoff, game, the one game play in, excuse yeah, me. The, yeah. yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah. So, if, so uh, a couple games in, uh, how would you, so if you had to pick a favorite for that eight seed, who would you pick as of right now? Man, so, you know, it
1: It changed after yesterday, um, and that was simply the Zion effect. Um, <laughs> you know, seeing him play 15 minutes, and then there were reports that after those first two games, to expect him to play around the 12 to 15-minute mark for another two to three games. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, they're going to lose – they're going to go 1 and 4 probably then in those in in this five, first five games and then they're yeah. not going to then, then it's over for them. And seeing him play 25 minutes last night and be as effective as he was and seeing how drastically different that offense looked and the, the whole the offense and the defense the entire team looks so different with Zion on the floor. And because of that and their remaining schedule if you tell me that you're going to play Zion for 25 minutes a game and get that type of output uh, you have
0: you can't not pick them. Yeah. So the 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 um, Pelicans schedule. So they started off with two tough games against uh, the Jazz and the um, Clippers. So and they went zero for two, and we both predicted that. But so moving forward, their schedule is the easiest in the whole entire bubble. So they just played the Grizzlies yesterday, um, and then they yeah the, the 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 games they have left are very very easy. So I, they could realistically go six and zero, or I guess five and zero moving forward.
1: Yeah and then the Rockets now, uh, excuse me, the Blazers now. They have the Rockets, Nuggets, Clippers, Sixers and the Mavs are their next five games and that's a pretty tough schedule.
0: Yeah, and and that can so the Blazers I think I still I said this going in. I think the Blazers are still the best team of the bubble. I mean they 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 were down by over 20 to the Celtics and then just threw an absolute haymaker at them and even took the lead. In the waning minutes of that fourth quarter, and oh, in that game, was and wild. That game was awesome. I mean, just seeing Dame and CJ McCollum go off.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's one of the most. Dame is one of the most electrifying players in the NBA, and and CJ is also. I mean, he he kind of is a second fiddle to Dame, but he can score in bunches.
0: Yeah, I mean, he the game seven last year against the Nuggets that they won, he took over that game. So yeah, he, yeah, I mean. The Blazers and they, I thought they were going to end up winning when they when they came back because they just came roaring back on just and Gary Trent was incredible that game too.
1: Yeah, I mean it was just like you said, it, it came out of nowhere and no one expected it. You know, I was watching that game too and it was in the first half and they were down almost twenty and I was yeah. like, well, like change the channel. This isn't this is boring. Like I don't I don't want to do put on baseball or something. But no, yeah that that was it was an entertaining game. They they obviously still lost but um, you know coming back the way they did was was so fun to watch.
0: Yeah, and I think it just proves I mean, they can hang with the big boys because the Celtics did the same thing to the Bucks they uh the Celtics almost stole that one from the Bucs, but they, Zion got those two huge calls in the fourth.
1: Yeah. I mean, superstars get calls. Yeah. <laughs> That's never going to change.
0: Yeah. Um and just to recap so the Pelican schedule I pulled it up, so they have the Kings next. Um they play the Wizards the Spurs, the Kings again, and then the Magic. So they could realistically go 5-0. and Although the, the Spurs have looked better, um, like, I, like I said, but I still think I'll take the Pelicans. So, But even though as tough as their schedule is, I think I'm going to take the Blazers for that eight seed.
1: I like it. I mean, I, I don't blame you. We'll see what happens. Like, you know, we, we just discussed their schedule, and it is pretty tough. Um, you know, hopefully they do get a couple wins here because I would love to see them in the playoffs. They are a dangerous team.
0: And that Lakers –
1: uh Lakers Blazers first round series would be fun to watch. Yeah, so the Lakers officially clinched the number 1 seed in the West. And now yeah. I'm curious to see are they going to start resting LeBron and AD because last night AD went bananas. Yeah, ham
0: over 40. Yeah,
1: that was that was awesome. I mean, after that that piss-poor performance he had um to to rebound like that. I I will say it was against the Raptors and the Raptors are one of the best defenses in the league. um but you know he he rebounded really nicely and yeah well, I guess we'll see now if him and LeBron are going to be on a minutes restriction moving forward.
0: Yeah, I think that they're going to um, at least for the first couple games still going to keep playing them regular minutes because I think the I think the Lakers um, they do look good but they still have some kinks to work out. Uh, yeah, I mean that that Clippers game the first night back which another incredible game. Um, they started off incredibly hot and then they had a lull for about two quarters and then turned it up in the fourth and, and and got the W. So, uh and they just haven't quite looked as crisp as they did in the regular season. So, I think personally think that they'll keep playing at least for the first couple games. Ne- the yeah, next a yeah, yeah. couple games.
1: Definitely. Um so you're going to have to they have so many new pieces and new pieces that are actually significant in in their rotation. So, yeah, they're definitely going to still play, I think. I think it'll be what they have the Thunder, the Rockets, Pacers, Nuggets, and Kings. So I can see them playing against the Thunder and the Rockets. Um, and then the Pacers, depending on where they're at with their injuries as well. Yeah. Because, um, you know, Depot didn't play. Um, but, all right, we also have to. I'm sorry, Matt. We have to talk about <laughs> TJ Warren's 50 piece that he That put was up. insane. I've and never then, seen. I didn't even know he existed, honestly,
0: before that. TJ Warren? Game. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I always kind of like TJ Warren as just like a microwave microwave scorer. He can't pass, he can't play defense, he can't shoot. Or sorry, he can't. uh, He doesn't rebound. He's just a microwave scorer. But yeah, I mean that wasn't saying. I mean typical Sixers. Yeah,
1: yeah. Again, sorry, but I've never seen some guy just get on that type of level. I mean, like you see from superstars and all stars, but a guy who you don't really. He's traded for nothing. He's traded for nothing in cash considerations. Yeah, and. Then, I mean, he followed it up with another 30-plus against the Wizards. But, I mean, still, I I watched that Wizards game a little more closely. um, And just his stroke, he's just on fire right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's not really known as a three-point shooter. uh, But he had, like, over eight against the Sixers. And he had two just – I mean, the Sixers, they cut it to three multiple times in this fourth quarter. And he he just had – I mean, first of all, Ben Simmons was one of the that was one of the worst defensive games I've seen him play, and he just left him open uh, with enough space, and both times he drilled it, and that was and that effectively ended it. Yeah, I mean,
1: so they're now up to the fifth seed, and they have a one game lead over the Sixers. Um, so it, it, it'll be curious to see kind of how all this shakes out because they're also only one game behind Miami at this point.
0: Yeah, and Miami, as we talked about, they have a tough schedule.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. I, I mean, Miami has been playing pretty well, though. Um, you know, they they, uh, they beat the Nuggets and they then they did. lost to
0: the Raptors on Monday. Yeah,
1: but again, the Ra- Raptors, Wow, again, you can never be, you know, they, they always surprise you. I did not think they would be as good as they have been. And they actually have a better record this year than they did last year after this many games. Yeah, with yeah,
0: I know. See, the the, the Raptors. Are, this is the reason why I thought I think they have the best uh, chance to, of beating the Bucks in the East because they're just so incredibly well coached. Um, I mean, you watch them, you watch them play defense, and and everything they do is just on a string. The way they can like close out on shooters, but maintain their ground. The way they can, um, I mean, like go through switches, and like if uh, it's just insane. And I think they're the best defensive coach team in the NBA. Um, And if you compare like the way they play defense to the way, I mean, I've been watching obviously intently both Sixers games. It's like not, it's almost like they're not even playing the same sport because the Sixers look like they, they've never had like coherent defense in their life. Whereas the Raptors, everything is just on a string and every player knows exactly where to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's that championship pedigree, that championship offense and defense, especially the defense and, and Siakam and Lowry are, are playing lights out right now. Um they're actually if you if you go
0: back to before the shutdown, they're on a six game win streak. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and I don't know, the Raptors just have so many good players. I mean, even OG Ananobi didn't play in the playoffs last year. And he looks like I mean he's added a whole new dribble drive dimension to his game. So Yeah, he had an off season to, to add some stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Th- they're the rap the Raps are two and oh and two big wins against the Lakers and against the Heat. So I think that um I think that the Bucks should be scared. Yeah, I could, I could definitely
1: see something fun happening in the Eastern uh, playoffs now in the Eastern Conference playoffs. But yeah, the, the next game is the Magic, so you obviously that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the,
0: the Raptors are going to win, but the Magic have looked good. They haven't looked bad. Losing Jonathan Isaac hurts, and you just feel for that guy oh, because that was that's rough—the s- second devastating the injury he's had, and now he's just got another year of rehab. And yeah. he's and he's like a big part of their defense because of how well he can. He, how big he is, but how well he can guard smaller players. And like just the crazy wingspan he has.
1: Yeah. And, and they're currently in the seventh seed and, and they actually going back to before the shutdown, have a five game win streak. So, <laughs> you know, they started to figure it out. Um, and again, that was mostly without Jonathan Isaac and they'll have to continue to play without him. They had him for two games here. And it was awful to see him go down the way he did, but you know, it I'm optimistic for them. They're probably going to end up in that seventh seed unless they just have a big collapse here. Um, but, yeah, they're they're most likely going to end up playing the Raptors in the first round.
0: Yeah, which they did last year, and they won that yep. crazy game one and then lost four straight. Yeah. Yeah, so um, is there anything else that we haven't touched on about the first weekend of games that you want to mention real quick? Um, I don't think so. I mean, we
1: – again – you know the the main premise of this podcast is our bets and we were 6 and 0 in those 5 and 0 with the NBA for the weekend. Yeah. Um so we're going to hopefully keep that good juju going there and um you know get some more bets here because lord knows Matt and I need some wins.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's a good uh just to, and that's a good thing to mention about our bets. So the um yeah our over under locks that you mentioned are all relatively looking pretty good. So um, we both had the Bucks under, and that's just because – or uh, maybe – I know I did. I, I can't remember if you did or not. But um, all they needed to do was lose two games, and they've already lost one. So they just need to one, lose one more, and that under hits. Um, you had the Sixers under as a lock, and that looks good because they they just look terrible. They look they just don't look like they, they haven't uh, quite meshed in the bubble. And it's not even – you can blame the bubble because they look like this in the regular season before this. So I think that under is looking good. Um, we both chose the over for the Nuggets. And that was a big win they had against the Thunder yeah. yesterday on Monday. And Michael Porter Jr., you mentioned uh, the X Factor, and he went off. I mean, he had huge, two huge, massive back-to-back threes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, what did he finish with? Close to 40, right? Yeah, it was, it was a career high for him, Like not even close to a career high. It was like, very, Unbelievable. very high. Yeah, I mean, that, the ceiling is the roof for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Nuggets was three and a half. And right now they just need two uh, – they need they won one, so they need three more wins to beat that. And then the Thunder, I thought they, the Thunder looked pretty good. Uh, they, I know Shea was in some foul trouble, so he struggled yesterday against the Nuggets, but they just yeah. crushed the Jazz.
1: Yeah, the Jazz have looked – they, not they good, did yeah. not look good. Um, but I think we both called that. We both yeah. knew that the, the Jazz were already in trouble pre-shutdown and, and that just – this whole situation kind of just made it worse, so –
0: yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's just a little quick hitters of some stuff to mention. Um, but moving forward to today's games on Tuesday, um, I mean, we got some we got some decent games. I think the we can just go in, in order of how they um, what time they play. So the first game is the Bucks and Nets, and that game is going to be an absolute just route lock of the day, <laughs> right? Right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you want to watch just the Nets get slaughtered, then by all means go for it. I'll have some eyes on it, but yeah, I mean it they're favored by 17 and a half points. And I know it's like, it's, is that I, I guarantee you that some of these books aren't even going to have that as an option, the spread, the, um,
0: the spread or the money, the, line. the money line. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 So that money line will be our lock of the day. If they even let you bet on it. Um, and the reason why this one is so much worse. So the nets are already missing their entire team. And what's left of that team is not playing. So Jared Allen's out. Joe <laughs> Harris is out. And Karis Leverter is out are out. So I wonder
1: if the Bucks are going to rest anyone now because they can rest probably Giannis, Middleton, and still win,
0: and win by 20. I, I don't think they will because I think that they want to – the Bucs have looked kind of shaky uh, in the first two games. So They almost lost to the Celtics, and they did lose to the Rockets. So I think that they're going to kind of want to um, look, look a little better, like, kind of like the Raptors, how they look. So I, th- I think that they'll, they'll play, and that's why I think that I, would, I would take the spread. I would take the Bucks money line, no matter what it is, and I would just ride that. Yeah, Bucks by a million. You know, this reminds me
1: of how big-time D1 college football teams will play like a D2 opponent a tu- in their yeah, first game. Yeah, it's Just a tune-up to- up game. Yeah, that's exactly what this feels like, tune-up game in game
0: three for the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks have some kinks they got to work out, so I'm, yeah. I'm with it. So moving yeah. on, next game, and that game's at 1.30 today. Our next game is the Mavs-Kings, and that's at 2.30. I mean, my first thought is who cares? Both teams kind of look slow out of the bubble. <laughs>
1: yeah, they did. Um, Mavs with like we mentioned before just that epic collapse against the Suns and that should have been a win for them which was frustrating and it, it was frustrating for both of our pockets but um, I mean for sure, yeah. the Mavs are going to win this. There's, I, I can't see a scenario in which they lose this especially coming off the loss the way they did um, you know Luka and Porzingis have been playing very well individually but I think that they do need to kind of figure it out in terms of making sure that they're thinking about the team and not those individual
0: stats. Yeah. And the Kings just look awful. And the, the Mavs yeah. are favored by six. I, I don't know. I personally, I can see the Mavs covering, but this might be a no touch for me because I mean, I mean, you would, not you also say the Mavs should have routed the Suns?
1: Yes. Absolutely. So that's,
0: that's my thing. So it's, it's tough to, it's tough to bet on them. Uh, if anything, maybe, I mean, take the points with the Kings and just kind of hope it's a close game. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as over-unders, um, Luca's is, I have that, is 30 and a half. I would take that over. Lucas has been, been playing great. And KP's is 24 and a half. That's another over I, I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the individual stats for the both of them have been
1: very good. Porzingis has looked great. Yeah, he really has. Um, and that's nice to see. I'm glad that he is, knock on wood, finally healthy and, and putting up the stats that we
0: remember seeing him put up in his rookie year with with uh, the Knicks. Yeah, with the Knicks. Um, and then the other so the the Fox has been playing well. He had that crazy game I think against the Spurs where he put up almost forty or maybe even over forty. Yeah. Um, his over under is twenty three and a half, and the, like we said, the Mads haven't played any defense, so take the over in all these games. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: the the over is is a good bet here. Although there
0: has been a weird trend
1: um, for team totals uh, where. A lot of games have been going under. It's it, it's something I've noticed and um it's so something I'm gonna be keeping track of just on my side. So I'll revisit it, you know, after a few more days here of games and, and see how that ends up looking. But the team total unders have been kinda hitting more than normal. Um so we'll again we'll monitor and then we'll get
0: back to you on that. Yeah, I think it's like the what gets all the headlines is the like crazy high scoring games like that uh, Mavs Nug or Mavs Rockets game. Yep. Uh, yesterday against the Sixers, the um, the Spurs Sixers game like went that over went over by a lot. There was like, I mean, then the of, final score ended up both teams had like over 110, so that game was high scoring. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, the, the overs make sense because you figure, or sorry, the unders hitting makes sense because you figure teams are just kind of rusty and bad basketball generally. Um, like points to less scoring, just because yeah. it's harder It's harder to score in that case. Um, but yeah, it definitely is something to monitor and, and see if um, you know if, if teams can figure it out as they move forward. Yeah. So the next game then is the Clippers Suns at four o'clock today, and I mean Clippers are going to win that pretty easily. Yeah, that's um, going to be a blowout. They're eight and a half point favorites So, That's going to Clippers. We haven't we didn't mention them at, that much, but I, Clippers look really good. So they they do. They um, withstood a haymaker from the Lakers, and they came back and took an 11-point lead at one point, and then the Lakers turned it around. Um, But I think the biggest thing to note about the Clippers is how good PG looks.
1: Yeah, 100%. You you took the words right out of my mouth. PG has looked phenomenal. And this is going to be very interesting now come Western Conference Finals time to see – a healthy a truly healthy pg and then you know a a well-rested Kawhi, and see how they do against the lakers
0: yeah i mean they don't really have an answer for anthony davis who took took but who who does yeah well that's that's true i mean i mean uh, some i mean some centers can guard him i mean at least try and slow him down um i I know that Embiid is historically favored well against uh, anthony davis Uh, the raptors guarded him well so I um, mean, I think Giannis would be able to ha- handle himself mm-hmm. against AD, but the Clippers don't have it. That's the one thing is they don't really have a good a good uh, person to, or good player to guard centers.
1: Yeah, so, that, again, it, it's gonna that's going to be a fun series. It, it, these, this weekend has just made it even more evident how fun that yeah. series is going to
0: be. Yes, for sure. Um, but, I mean, we don't really have much to say about this other than it's going to be a Clippers blowout. Yeah, take the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, the next game is the – uh, and that Clippers-Suns game is at four today. Uh next game is the Magic Pacers at six. Uh, this is another kind of who cares game. Uh, the, as good as the Magic look and as scrappy as the Pacers are, um, I mean, this game doesn't really have much implications.
1: No, not really. I mean, the, the Pacers, you know, they, they are kind of in the middle of the pack of the East. So, like I said before, a game behind fourth place, a game ahead of sixth, and then the Magic are pretty much stuck in that seven seed could drop to eight we'll see but um in terms of seeding for the eastern conference playoffs it has a little bit of significance but um you know in a vacuum just in its own it it really doesn't matter
0: yeah so the the pacers are favored by one and a half i would actually take the magic straight up i think the magic are going to win because the pacers are coming on a back are coming off this will be a back-to-back i should say they played yesterday monday against the wizards uh The Magic are are a little more rested, and they look good. So I would actually take the Magic in this one. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's a good one. Uh, That's not our dog of the day. No, it's not.
1: But, um, you know, it it actually – it it looks good. I mean, I can see the Magic pulling a win out here pretty easily.
0: Yeah, so the next game – and these next two games are are just two awesome games. So this one at 6.30 today, um, Tuesday, is the Celtics and the Heat. Uh, so the Celtics, their money line is they're favored by three and a half points. Uh, and they're minus one sixty five favorites, and the, so the Heat would are plus two fifty. Yeah, I mean this is two of the better teams in the Eastern Conference,
1: and this is one of those games that Matt and I both circled to definitely watch because it's you know it's although it's not the Bucks or you know the the Raptors, it's that next tier down um, of the Eastern Conference. So they they're still two very good teams. Um, and we'll see, you know, like how Kemba's looking. He's, he's looked okay in his minutes that he's played. Um, yeah, he's,
0: he's been efficient. He just hasn't played a lot.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we'll see if, if uh, he'll get ramped up a little bit here. Again, keeping a close eye on that. And, and Miami Heat, they, they obviously are a very chippy team, a very fun team to watch. You know, they're, they're gritty, and they're not really ever going to give up regardless of who they're playing or, or back down.
0: Yeah, exactly. And as and as much as we can take from this, the Celtics were two and zero versus the Heat, and no, neither game was particularly close. Uh, I mean, the closest one was an eight point game. The other one was like over twenty. Um, and in that eight point win for the Celtics, Tatum didn't even play. So I think that, I, and I can I can just looking at the matchup, I think it makes sense that the Celtics have the Heat's number because um, I mean both both of them kind of play small, but the Celtics I think just have o- just overall better players.
1: Yeah, I mean, what the heck was up with Tatum? in the beginning of this bubble.
0: He was, he was awful. terrible yeah against the Bucks and he was but he was pretty good against the against the Blazers.
1: Yeah, he definitely rebounded. Um <laughs> he got a haircut. Jaylen...
0: And I yeah, that's what said it that is.
1: that's what it was. The new fade got him yeah. uh, playing back to normal.
0: Yeah. Jalen Brown looks great. Yeah,
1: he does. Um and that's gonna be their tandem moving forward is, is Brown and Tatum. So it's nice to see Brown playing the way he's playing at the level that he is.
0: Yeah, so Kemba's the ultimate wild card, Um, and I think this. I think I wouldn't take either of this. uh, I guess I wouldn't take Boston the minus three and a half, just because I think this game is. Even though neither game was close, I think this game will be because both teams look good. So, yeah, I would probably take the points with
1: Miami the three and a half. Yeah, I mean, and and some books will let you add some points,
0: and that's what I think. I'll probably end up doing is yeah. You can most of them let you add three and in in your favor so you can make this plus three and a half up to plus six and a half for the heat and then the opposite would be for the favorite so the celtics you could take minus three and a half down to uh 0.5 yeah so i could just for worse odds sorry to clear that up just for worse odds yeah
1: so you'll obviously get a lower payout with those if you change it but um it gives you more of a peace of mind so exactly something something to look into at the very least
0: yeah, so I think that's what I would do. As I would, um, I would probably up like you you mentioned up that spread, the six and a half for the Heat, mm-hmm. and I because I think that game will be close. Yeah, agreed.
1: And then the next game, which is the night game and the primetime game at nine o'clock, is the Rockets and the
0: Blazers, and there are plenty of narratives in this one. Yeah, this game is going to be awesome. So it's going to be incredibly high scoring. The over under is two forty two and a half, which is just obscene. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, most I mean most people as of right now are betting the under. I'm taking that over. I don't care. I think this game's going to be nutty. Yeah, I can see that happening.
1: Um, you know, Dame always turns it on against Russ specifically, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, and both teams have been scoring at unbelievable paces, crazy in, in yeah. their first two games. So, I mean, albeit they they did play overtime, both played overtime games, so um, something to pay attention to. But again, these two teams score at will, anyways. So it, the over. It's likely that it could hit the over there.
0: Yeah, suspect defense coupled with excellent shooting across the board. Uh, hey, hey, people... don't,
1: don't talk about the next best defensive player in James Harden like that, shutting down <laughs> your league
0: MVP. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> and this game, so the, uh, Houston's favored by four and a half. Uh, they're minus 180, and the Blazers are plus 250. Uh, a little sneak preview. I think this is what we're going with for our dog of the day. I like the Blazers in this one.
1: Yeah, so I, I do too. I think the Blazers are going to win. Um, the Rockets have been playing very well, but again, it's just something about Damian Lillard against Russell Westbrook.
0: I can never bet against him losing. Exactly. I'm with I'm with you. Dame takes these matchups. He's like we've mentioned it it's the third time now that Michael Jordan takes it personally. He loves these point guard matchups.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that I'm comfortable with that as our dog for the day uh lock of the day we've mentioned were the Bucks. And then we we went over a couple props of the days. Um but you know the one I think we will stick
0: with at least I at least I would want to stick with is De'Aaron Fox. That's 20 Yeah and so um just a little programming you know, the annoying thing about over unders is they normally aren't released later in the day. Uh so we try to get this podcast out as early as possible because obviously you, you want to listen to it before the games. Um, and as of right now, for whatever reason, the only odds that Vegas has released for points per game is only the Mavs and Kings game. So that's kind of what we're going off of. Um, but even with that game, I think we have a couple that we're comfortable with. Uh, we both like the De'Aaron Fox over twenty-three and a half, and Um, and we both like the, both the Luca and the KP Lucas again was thirty and a half. KP's was twenty-four and a half. of those two. I'd probably take KP just take the lower number. Cause he's been putting up over 30. Yeah. Um, I can see that. So I think as of right now I agree with you with the fox but um when all the odds get released we'll put we'll we'll confirm what our official lock is on you can on Instagram and Twitter just so we can have that on in paper in writing.
1: Yeah. So yeah, make sure to check um social media about Twitter and Instagram. We'll we'll try to update this before any of the games start. Just as as quickly as we get the information we'll try to relay it out as well. Uh one funny one and we can kind of end it on this but one funny one uh a prop that they have is uh, on DraftKings, how many three-pointers over-under for James Harden, and it's currently over-under at .5 for <laughs> minus
0: 3,300 odds. Yeah, so <laughs> DraftKings does this a little bit. They'll give you kind of a crazy, crazy um, bet, almost a lock to bet on. Obviously, they'll, they won't give you great odds, but James Harden will hit one three-pointer in this game, so I know that, like we said, the risk is is awful. You'd have to risk three thousand dollars to win one hundred dollars, but <laughs> I mean, I don't really see any risk in this. So, <laughs> if you want to lock that I in, mean, I I probably will myself, just because I mean, you're, you're you're taking the money. That's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you're gaining a hundred bucks for doing absolutely nothing. Honestly, so exactly.
0: I know I remember one game against the uh, Lakers back when the season was actually going on this first Sixers game. The DraftKings had a promo where you could take the Sixers at plus plus seventy six against the Lakers. <laughs> so oh goodness. as long as they didn't lose by seventy six, you'd get your money back. So they kind of <laughs> do these props sporadically, which is um, which is why this one was kind of funny that we caught it. Yeah. But it, again,
1: like, you know, these are outrageous props um, you're, you're going to hit. It's like a 99.9999% chance you will hit. But, yeah, you, you just have to have a cool $3,000 laying around that you're comfortable yeah, betting with. So
0: exactly. And we won't make that our, a prop of the day or anything. It's just something, something funny that we wanted to mention.
1: Yeah, so just a quick review before we wrap up is the Bucks for the lock, Blazers for the dog, and as of
0: right now, we got Darren Fox, Luca, or KP all going over their projected totals. Yeah, the official one, or I guess unofficial one as of right now is Fox, but we will post an official one once we have all the point overrunners. Cool. So that wraps up
1: the weekend overview. We appreciate you all listening. And um, until next time, Bears
0: out. Peace.